Good morning and welcome to the Pop-Up Thought Podcast. I'm Rico and I write considerations to start the day with. Today with the title. Who infects who and with what? Pop-Up Thought, Friday, January 8, 2021. A week or so ago I was video calling with a student living in a student's house. In the background you suddenly hear a fellow student echoing through the hallway, Lapper, Lapris. Oh, just kidding of course, guys with a religious background were bored in quarantine and have figured out a way to keep their distance in the hallways and laugh about it every time. Students, you we may be glad that most of the corona cases don't resemble the misery of leprosy in biblical times, but there are small similarities, especially when it comes to contagiousness and quarantine. You may know by now what it is to find out who you to have to find out who you have met in the last days before a positive corona test, and then have to call them to report that there's a chance that you have infected them. Not nice, I can tell you. Even though it's so well known by now that no one is bothered about it, it still feels like shit. And the white arc with which you walk around people, the caution with which you touch objects, stair railings and whatnot, uh, where others outside your household also have to pass through. And then we are lucky here that the four of us are quarantined here at the same time and don't have to spend a week or more locked up in a room where you can only put a plate of food in front of the door. And if that's all it takes, you're lucky considering the stories of the, f- of the terrible physical impact corona can have on your body. In other words, leprous. In other words, keep your distance. Do not touch others. Do not be touched. Do not infect further. Then, today, this morning, a reading, a fragment of the Rabbi of Nazareth, the miracle worker, who does touch and also infects, but in the opposite direction. This is what it says in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5. While Jesus once resided in one of the cities, he found a man covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he threw himself down to the ground and begged him, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst cleanse me. He reached out his hand, Jesus, touched him and said, that's what I want, be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy disappeared. Jesus forbade him to tell anyone, but he said, go and show yourself to the priest and sacrifice for your cleansing as Moses told them. Apparently the rabbi is not about a stunt, but about the man himself. He's not allowed to tell anyone. But what triggers me in the text is the touch. If he is such a great miracle worker, why should he touch? Why that risk, that gesture? He sometimes heals with words at distance in others of those incredible miracle stories. Here the touch has a central role. Normally it's the sick person who irrevocably infects the healthy one by this touch. In the case of the rabbi, it is his health that infects the sick person. I wouldn't try it with corona. Before I give someone ideas, for God's sake, let's sit that out with each other for this while. But the rabbi's actions are maybe open to broader interpretation. Are there people with whom you can't be seen very well because dealing with them tarnishes your reputation? 
who shouldn't appear in your timeline or react to your Facebook posts because it raises the eyebrows of others. With the question, what kind of weird types you actually have in your circle of friends? Which will automatically raise the question whether you yourself are not a bit weird. Isn't it? That's how bubbles are created. And the sadness or depression of the other person can infect you through the phone. Which doesn't make it easy to pick up the phone again, send that message, make a phone call. Isn't that right? As if the grey fog of someone's life is always more contagious than the relative peace. Do I still dare to go to someone else with my troubles and spoil his or her fine, quiet day? Leprosy, unclean, infected. The man of Nazareth, the rabbi, carries within him the promise of a world in which peace is more contagious than unrest. Simplicity is more contagious than the brooding complexity. Health of mind is more contagious than confusion. This possibility can create new connections for the one who fears that the other's pain will hit his own life harder than he or she can afford. And it can also create space for the one who suffers to make contact with someone else without the fear of confusing their life. The Eternal One presents itself as a highly contagious health, a physically transmitted disease of rest and peace. And the question is whether I dare to believe it every now and then. Alright, that's it for today. I wish you a very good Friday and a good weekend. Monday I'll be back with a new pop-up thought. And for now, peace and all the best.